morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. What's going on, 1.37 p.m.? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for listening to the 7.31 a.m. podcast. My name is Bo Templin, and I am always incredibly excited to be uh, co-hosting with my pal Elton Jones. Elton, how'd the week treat you? Oh, pretty easy, man. Got to go to the 137 p.m. cafe, you know what I mean? Lively bunch. Today, me and Bo get to be those uh, two music nerds who argue way too loud in the college library. So, gonna be pretty hype. Yeah, this should be a doozy. Elton, as we do with uh, most episodes. Actually, let's do this. Friday. Today is Friday, June 17, 2022. Almost forgot to put in the date there, but moving and grooving. Elton, as we do with most episodes, we're going to start with the birthday. And I think this one is pretty timely. Let's say happy birthday to Mr. Kung Fu Kenny K. Dot, whatever it is that you want to call him, Mr. Kendrick Lamar. And Elton, I think we should talk about Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Kendrick's most recent album came out about a month ago, actually, almost a month ago exactly. And Elton, I think we should list our three favorite tracks from Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Would you like to go first? So before I get into these, you know, gems on that album, I got to make this clear. Wasn't a fan of that album. Just I'm one of those guys that gave it like 10 solid listens and I came away every time disappointed. But I'm a huge K-Dot stand, so I got to give him some love anyway. N95 is a whole bop. Love the video. Super creative. Die hard and count me out. Another unpopular opinion. I absolutely despise We Cry Together. Amazing production. I know this hurts, Bo, but ah, the production, right? Great beat. Goes hard. But just listening to a couple just argue and throw out expletives for like four minutes straight is just torture to me. I live in New York. I can go to Jamaica Avenue and listen to that every day if I wanted to. With no beat, by the way. Acapella arguing. But uh, Benny the Butcher, he sounds way better on that beat for We Cry Together on the song Welcome to the States. If you want to hear that without being annoyed to death by screeching and hollering between a couple, listen to that Benny the Butcher song. Well, I will reply with my three favorite tracks and then I will give my response to your take on We Cry Together. I'm going to say, you know, I think N95, that's the big radio hit. That's the song that got everyone popping. You know, it's, it's the most popular. It's the second song on the album, which always means that they expect that to be the most popular track that comes out. Mr. Morale is a bop at the end of the album. Mm. That thing just bangs so tough. I love it. That's got like that really embodies, I think, the Kendrick spirit. And then last but not least, I love Rich Spirit. I mm. love it. Um, rich brother broke phone trying to keep the balance on staying strong like I love that line from Kendrick Lamar I I, I respect it I understand it and it's just certainly one of my favorite tracks but A let's talk portable. dude let's talk though about We Cry Together because the first time I heard that I love it, bro. I think it's so good. Dude, <laughs> I think it's so good. Now, to be fair, though, Elton, I didn't grow up on Jamaica Ave. So maybe <laughs> for me, it's like, yo, you know, I get an insight into what it might be like on Jamaica Ave. But you were already there. So you're probably sick and tired of it. I think the track literally opens with this is what we sound like. I think that's literally how it starts is he says something to the effect of like, oh, this is what we sound like when we talk and try and work through our relationships. And then, of course, at the end, they're hooking up by the end of the thing. It's just like, dude, this shit's so funny. (laughs) 
And it's just like the beat comes in the first three seconds. I'm like, oh, this is about to be one of those Kendrick, uh, Black and the Berry type joints. Hard production. Then all of a sudden I hear, you ain't this. You have a small this. I'm like, oh, domestic abuse joint. Mm, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like. Uh, there's also last thing we'll mention, but uh, at one point, like Kendrick's just being annoying because it's funny, and then he goes, "Ha ha! Now you mad at me?" And I'm just like, "Dude, Kendrick, you're hilarious, man. Childish, but it sounds great over a beat, right?" But it's very, very true. Oh, let's move on. Uh, we do got to mention it is a Friday episode. Entertainment. Uh, the new Buzz Lightyear movie comes out today in theaters. So for people that want to go catch it worldwide, it's getting mixed reviews. But I still trust Disney Pixar pretty much wholeheartedly to put out a pretty good product. And then Elton, we also got news. And this is a big one. Uh-oh. Venom 3 is happening. Uh, Tom Hardy posted a picture to Instagram saying that Venom 3 will be going down and that he is working on the story. So... I don't know what you want to do with that information, brother. Uh, Bo, let's just say this. Less Venom going to underground parties with, like, you know, Mardi Gras beads around his neck and more, you know, gruesome, head-biting, badass Venom in Venom 3, hopefully. Yeah. Like, why can't he just eat bad guy heads the entirety of the movie? (laughs) Like, literally an hour 45. Let's keep it short, compact. Well, Elton, we got some news over in music that we should get to. The Beehive can now celebrate. Beyonce announces her new album, Renaissance, will be out next month. She sent shockwaves across social media overnight as she announced her new project, and they're calling it Renaissance. It's going to come out on July 29th. The highly, hotly, eagerly anticipated news was shared in a tweet by the music streaming service Tidal, which Jay-Z helped kind of put on the the roadmap and made it really popular back maybe like seven eight years ago or so this is going to be beyonce's seventh album as a solo artist it's going to have 16 tracks it appears to be a double album and they are saying that this project is going to serve as like act one to what could be a much bigger project elton elton what's your uh any hot takes on beyonce or just kind of is what it is Beyonce, for sure, is one of my faves because I remember in college, I want to say my freshman year, I think it was B-Day that came out. And of course, Bo, I'm in a college dorm full of just mad, brolic dudes that just play the hardest sports on the world. But when I put that Beyonce B-Day album on, they all opened the doors and just gave me a solid acknowledgement like, yeah, that's the one. That's some, She got some bangers on that. So I'm a Beyonce stand through and through. And I'm like a low-key member of the Beehive. I'm not as, you know... uh animated on social media as some of the other Beehive members are, but I have a huge appreciation for the whole movement, and Beyonce she always comes flat. Anyone who does singing and dancing at the same time, I have just like the utmost respect for. Like, I think, obviously it's incredible to have this beautiful voice, which Beyonce does, but for her to hold that voice while going out dancing, you know, I think like they they talk about part of her training, like when she's working out, is that she will sing or practice singing while she's going on a jog so that she's able to perform those dance moves and still sing the tracks and hold those notes. Remarkable talent. Uh, this should be, I mean, this is going to shock the summer, honestly. Elton, speaking of new music, we got some rappers bringing out some hot ones today. Talk to me. Yeah, man, new album alert for Friday. So big shout out to Logic 
he's not going to drop his newest project today, Vinyl Days. So his singles from that album, which I've heard so far, are Decade, Tetris, and Bleed. All amazing, all fire, all worthy of being on that summer playlist. So I got high hopes for his new LP as well. On the gaming side of things, Overwatch 2. Just a big info blowout. A whole bunch of new stuff dropped about it. So let's talk about it. Gaming. So there was this major live stream reveal event yesterday, and it talked about just Overwatch 2 in great detail. Now, before that event took place, actually, the Xbox and Bethesda Games Showcase gave everyone their first look at the new hero, Junker Queen. She looks like she got ripped straight out of, like, you know, Mad Max Free Road. I'm going to play with her. She's going to be dope. Plus, we found out from the whole live stream event that it's set to launch in early access at first, which is October 4th. Now, as far as the whole official reveal event that came out yesterday, here's everything we learned. The signups for the Overwatch 2 beta are now open. The beta itself will be playable on PC and consoles on June 28th. That beta will actually feature Junker Queen and include a new playable map. Overwatch 2 will be free to play, offer a 5v5 competitive multiplayer experience, feature PvE experiences, and focus on offering new content within a seasonal model. So we already have a content roadmap that's confirmed for the October 4th Season 1 launch, Season 2 launch on December 6th, and additional seasons for Season 3 from that point forward. Now, you got to check out all the season breakdowns from the Overwatch 2, you know, Twitter and Instagram. They just break it down perfectly. It's in like a like a like a little map shows everything that's going to come in the coming months and the years. A lot of great stuff is coming to Overwatch 2, Blizzard, Activision, Xbox. Hopefully, you know, this launch, it has to go. It has to go great, man. Esports pros are ready to hop back into Overwatch and Overwatch 2 as a whole. Starting to attain some of that pre, you know, release hype. So hopefully it's a good one. All right, so Bo, NBA Game 6 reaction. Let's get right into it, fam. Sports. 1.37 p.m. We knew that I was going to be hopping on later in the day to record a recap for Game 6 of the NBA Finals. What we did not know was that I would be recording two more stories. Let's start over in the NBA. The Golden State Warriors are your 2022 NBA champions. They cruised through Game 6. There was really no moment in the game. You know, a couple brief seconds where you thought the Celtics might be able to come back. But Warriors in complete control for majority of Game 6. And they were led by their guy, their captain, Steph Curry. Steph finished with 34 points. He was plus 8 on the night. He was unbelievable. He shot... 6 of 11 from 3-point land at 54%. He is your finals MVP. This is his first finals MVP of his career. Draymond Green doing what Draymond Green does. Uh, 12 points, 12 rebounds, 8 assists, fantastic defense. Shut up a lot of critics probably throughout you know the majorities of game 5 and 6. And it was a classic Golden State win. They just were the better team, and they proved that over the course of the last three games. Uh, For the Celtics, Tatum disappeared a little bit. I don't know. That's not going to be a fun conversation to have, but Jason Tatum finished with 13 points. He played 40 minutes for the kind of love that he was getting throughout some of this playoffs. You would think, you know, someone, the expectations are that he's going to have to play better than that. Let's hop over to entertainment where we got a nutty story late on Thursday afternoon. And I'm just going to read this, honestly, straight from Variety here. 
a Game of Thrones sequel is in development at HBO with Kit Harington attached to return as Jon Snow in the final season of Game of Thrones. Snow realized his true identity and that he could be an heir to the Iron Throne. This is a big deal, and I know our boss, Tyler, at 1.37 p.m., is going to be stoked on this. A lot of people were not happy with the sour taste left in their mouths with the finale of Game of Thrones, and maybe a project like this could salvage that. I mean, you have some of the main characters that are still in consideration. You know, Arya could return. Sophia Turner's character could return. Very interesting stuff in entertainment. And then over in hip-hop, Drake dropped his seventh studio album. We did not know that this would be happening. This was a surprise. Caught me off guard. We joked as a 7.31 a.m. team that, of course, we got the announcement after we recorded the show. Honestly, never mind. Uh, Noah 40 is on it again. It is vintage Drake. And while I haven't listened to the album yet, this should be interesting i'm sure a lot of you will listen to it even before i do so lots of fun on this friday uh heading into the weekend and that will be it for today's episode for more details on these stories and more head to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all social media platforms hop into our discord that is where you go that's where you uh kind of become part of the 137pm family honestly you can chat with us there You can be part of the community. We will be back on Monday. As always, remember, stay curious.